never give me heart. until we can't rock no more. That was Dion from the album Heroes, subtitled Giants of Early Guitar Rock, 2008. That's Dion's version of Believe What You Say. Before that, the original hit version of Come Go With Me, the Dell Vikings, 1957. And we started with a track from the album Memories of Barber Mac by Ernest Wranglin, 1997, and that was Stop that train. 
It's time for today's train to stop, and I thank you for joining me here at Mutiny Radio for the morning train. There will be no week in review today. Brother Roman is in Washington, D.C., doing the right thing. So I hope to leave you with an archive edition of the morning train as this day continues until we are live again next Friday, 10 a.m. This is J.D. Buell saying, make it a great day for someone. March 1st through 7th, Festival 2020. It's two o'clock. We're live. We're doing another podcast. You hear in the background the cure Boys Don't Cry. Why why would I choose a song Boys Don't Cry? Because it's all men at the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. No, I'm I'm kidding. There's women. There's women involved in the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. They're just not here right now. It is. (laughs) I am joined once again by Aaron Atkins out of Chicago. I have Sam Carroll, and I have Nathan Lowe here, all in the studio. And uh, pleasure to be here, Pam. Thanks for having us on. (laughs) (laughs) Like my fifth podcast of the week. Absolutely. I think I figured it out. out. (laughs) You know what? Maybe you should give. Oh, he wants a little baffle. Absolutely blasting. Okay, we're gonna put this on Instagram. Okay, live. Oh, yeah, you're gonna be able no. to v- see this on video. You could, you could. Pam doesn't want to be in the video. No, Pam doesn't okay. like to be in video. Okay, so tape the pretty boys. Right. Yeah, it's one of the one of the weird the days where Pam didn't hour. wear any makeup. Are we Instagram? <laughs> we're Instagram <laughs> living right okay. now. So everybody yeah. knows I'm a, I'm a quarter Asian, so we're not all white. We got a little. You're a quarter diversity. Asian. Yes, I am a quarter Asian. I'm a quarter Cantonese. Oh, cool. Which quarter? Uh, my dad is half. Chinese. Your Instagram, your what? Go live. Go, We're go going live, live on go Instagram. Live. This is fantastic. Hell yeah. Find I don't know where to, to put, put it. it. Yeah. <laughs> we are now live. Oh, yeah. Find We're, not, not all of us are going to be able to get in the frame. That's a, that was oh, mean. You got it. It's <laughs> lifting the veil here at Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020. This is good. Uh, we also have Tune Pancake. In. Pancake uh, in the okay. house. I'll just pump. That's, that'll never work. How many? I think you just hold it, have it be like a talking stick. So whoever talks, just no, give them no, the thing, no, no, no. and they'll just like no. selfie record it. Look, there's a clip right here. No, that's the clip that has that's the, the that's the that's microphone. That's the microphone. That's the audio. Just we're just you pulling back the veil for everybody. Yeah. How's everyone doing? Good. Wait, Thank you. You want to pull up a chair? I'll pull up a chair when I'm good and fucking ready. I'm sorry. I'm 
so fantastic. Is this song? Okay. Yeah, but the, that's perfect. The, that's yeah. the lightest. Just keep Nathan in the. That's, that's the that's lightest fine. microphone. Oh, so you should probably actually give that to Sam because he really likes to be really close to the microphone. So you should switch with Pancake, just because. You might if I take the pop because I'd be no. popping. Yeah, you need it. He's I more. Hey, you know what? Pancake's you know more Soto Voce. Use that thermos. Just grab that thermos and put it back over there and use that. We're ru- see, we're ruining the audio by thinking by too much thinking about video. Much, yeah, see, this I is know. Pam's <laughs> ethos right here. <laughs> I get so mad about everything has perfect. to be seen. Hi, right, guys. Great. Hey. Radio. We it's did radio. it. Radio, you're not supposed to be seen. Oh. Here we are. So I'm joined by Sam great. Carroll, Pancake, Nathan Lowe, and Aaron it's Atkins. Like Aaron Atkins. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it is. Very dramatic. Like the, no, it's the <laughs> trunk shot. The trunk shot. Yep, I figure it out. This is isn't this what you do for a living or That's something? Cut too many cooks. Whoa! Let me just fix it instantly. Hey. Just so everyone you knows, fix it instantly. these the the drinks are kombucha. They look like beer, but they're, they're, not. Not beer. they're not beer. You can see that it's kombucha. Just for Kambu- everyone to it's know. It's only two percent. Anyone seen my heroin? There's only seven percent alcohol in this. Have kombucha. any of you guys seen my heroin? <laughs> yeah, I I, I was I was bag. hiding it in my prison wallet. Your coin we, purse. Yeah. We shy away from doing heroin at Mutiny Radio. <laughs> we shy away from. That doesn't mean we don't do it. But it doesn't mean we're shy about it. It's not taboo. There they are. I'm kidding, kids. Don't do heroin. No shame. Obviously, no shame. don't. I can't do shame you if you're not like, embarrassed. Obviously, right? don't. Obviously, don't. Obviously, don't so do heroin. So this yeah, is going to be wise. fun to compare to other podcasts because I'm going to make a bet now that the audio on this is going to be shitty <laughs> and boring, but everyone's excited because there's a video. I like this correct. <laughs> I think we're gonna do great. I think I have high hopes. You have high hopes. Yeah. I'm gonna call this. Kinda. I'm gonna call this uh, high episode. hopes podcast. No, no, boys don't cry, and I'm just gonna keep playing the the uh, Cure song. Uh, boys don't cry over and over and over in the background. Yeah. So I think we're you're. Just gonna do I that. think you're front loading this episode with a lot of negative energy, Pam. <laughs> oh. And I think you need to check there yourself. He is. Hey guys. Yeah. There we go. Hey Sam. Sam's just can I, can I just say that my, my intestines feel like an oil slick go. right now? I told that. you. So, so this you, is what Sam has done, this knows. idiot. You are what he, you, you need. You see his kombucha that he has right now, I'm drinking right? drinking kombucha right Loaded now. Loaded with, you know, Cheers. biome for your gut pancake. I can kombucha. see you. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> just drinking my drink. Uh, before that, he had two MCT oil coffees. So his insides are like Libya right now. Yeah, no, they're like they're like Katrina. I feel like there's no, little no, no, chips no, no. of wood flying around. There's in just un- <laughs> I bought, looting and shit. I bought a whole case of toilet paper at Costco last week, so we're fine. Oh, oh really? You know, Costco I'll enjoy it. is sold out of everything because of this. Because uh, of this hysteria. In- influenza scare. Yeah, this cold. Speaking of which, don't drink scare. out of my drink, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just another virus. Everyone's gonna. Pancake yeah, looks. So I, pancake I would die. get coronavirus just for the attention. <laughs> I know for a fact. Do you have any MCT oil coffee? Have you had it before? It's I my mouth with Everclear. And by Everclear, he means a woman he met, and her name is Ever. Actually, no, Everclear. I have a really weird Everclear story. When I was a kid, a high school party. I was uh, I snuck into like kind of one of my sister's like cool parties, and the cops showed up, and I was drunk. My sister was commi- trying to get me to drink water. I was trying to convince her that because my body was already 75% water, if I concentrated hard enough, I could absorb it. <laughs> and that didn't work. And so I grabbed a water bottle off of the counter, and it didn't have a one of those little labels around it. 
and I just put it up to my lips and squeezed both sides really hard, and it was a full water bottle of Everclear. Oh my God! Did you die? What? I'm freaking out. And then the cops show up because of a noise complaint, and there's a ton of underage people there. Me, the youngest of them, but I'm hiding other people. I'm like, I'm gonna handle this. <laughs> Nathan, with all That's the confidence. That's always been Nathan. Yeah, and I walk up to low. the door. All the confidence, Nathan. All the confidence, low. <laughs> I walk up to the door, and say out loud, from behind the door, "Okay, three, two, one." And then I open the door on one. And these two cops stare at me. He just goes. Why were you counting down? <laughs> and I said, I thought this was the microwave. <laughs> and they both laughed, and then they just said, keep the shit down, and then they left, and that was wow. it. The microwave bit. I, I, I need to follow up on that, because if I ever need to say shit to the cops, I need the microwave bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was it. That was it. That was all there was to it. And then I got off totally scot-free, but I did almost go blind. Son, you just registered a point two zero. What do you have to say about that? Uh, Are you just playing this song on loop under us the whole time? Yeah. Nice. Don't cry. <laughs> it's just right. I, I was waiting because the song definitely did end and then definitely did start up right back again. Let's commit to it. Let's do it. Let's have an emo boy hour. What's the saddest thing that's ever happened to us? My God, oh, guys. I like that. The saddest thing I started ever. it out super Virginia. sad. Let's do sad. I want to say I'm sorry. This front bottom. Just what? This front Nathan, just going to karaoke this song? if you play music. Mine. <laughs> what's, Nathan, what's the saddest thing that's ever happened to you? Uh, sad boy hours. Sad boy hours. <laughs> fractured my lower spine in 2011. And I was by myself. I was throwing, oh. I was throwing hammers. Worst day of my life. Jesus Christ. And uh, the muscles in my lower back spasmed and yanked my lower spine over like 12 degrees, and I oh, collapsed. Man. And my car's like 100 yards away. And my phone is in my car. And I just had to crawl 100 yards to my car <laughs> and get in. And wow. then I'm trying, the only place I know to go to is like the, my PT, which is like, you know, a couple exits down. So I'm driving and it's raining and my window's fogging up, but I literally can't reach the defrost button. So I'm just hanging my stupid head out of the window in the rain. Golden Retriever style. Christ. <laughs> they put a bunch of needles in my back to get it to relax and then like x-rays and all that shit. God. I had to like a whole year. The next year was like a redshirted freshman year because of that. Fuck. Just get the back back into shape. Is this football you're playing? No, this was track and field, a real contact shit. sport. And, um... <laughs> You don't. People don't know. You know. He we put our lives threw, on the line. He threw a metal ball yeah. too <laughs> hard. We put our lives on the line to do something that no one even cares a little bit about. A discus. No one cares even a little bit about it, but we did it and forever. Also, and also, someone can just be better than you just because they're like Samoan and huge. You know what I'm talking about? I used to do so much yeah. fucking technique for discus, and there's this one kid at the other middle school that. Yeah, was just you can't. Fucking huge. Yeah, you can't beat Maravich your yeah, way just, into the discus throw. Yeah. You can't just be a technician. Some people are just Samoan. Well, no, no. Guys. Some you can. Some, like, there's some smaller guys in, like, the NCAA and stuff that can really still throw the dang thing. But who cares? Who cares? No one cares. And it, it, it took me a long time those. to get to that point. And I was like, it's great if you're still doing it. But, I mean, hammer throw, especially, like, what I did, they don't even do it really in Diamond League meets anymore. So if you are, like, the best one in the world consistently, you can make maybe... 80k a year. Who sponsors you? How much back surgery does that cover? Not even <laughs> one. Is there healthcare involved in that? Absolutely oh not. Absolutely not. 
Yeah, because you get hurt, and then they're just like, yeah, you were throwing a metal ball, you big dumb idiot. It's 2020. What are you doing? They have robots at the Olympics. They have little robots that would bring it back. I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> I'm throwing the thing, and a little robot is bringing it back to me. I'm like, I think I'm the problem yeah. in this situation. I'm the only yeah. thing making this inefficient. You know, I, I think... I think everybody who plays esports just secretly watches track and field Olympic events just to be like, ha ha ha, you fucking idiots. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, have we fun clicking. Have fun with your clicks. What is? Have uh, fun making millions of dollars at Fortnite competitions. Yeah, but you're they really such do, a nerd. I'm kidding. No, that's really amazing. And he has this to be Korean, too. No, that dude. little they, that Yeah, they're guy, like idols in Korea. There was like a famous gamer guy that was dating uh, that... Uh, Don't you snap at me. Don't Back you snap at me. No, no, the, the, Mexican, <laughs> the Mexican weather girl. Yannette Garcia. Oh my god, oh, she's yeah. a smoke. The one where they have the things, he turns around, there's an Australian guy just coming, wow, I don't care what the weather is. Jesus Christ. Oh, Aussie <laughs> man. Aussie man. Yeah, Aussie. Aussie like, man Diaz. But she was dating him for like a year, I guess. And he was just Aussie a gamer man. dude. But he was like, Jacks and stuff. He was like sponsored by Gymshark. He's like, I'm Aussie man girls. is? No, some gamer dude who was dating Yannette Garcia. Oh, I'm bored. Uh, who's who else has a sad thing to talk about? I, I have it. <laughs> okay. So I we're talking about butts. Can you just give us a second? <laughs> Jamie, pull up Yannette Garcia's ass. I don't care about the weather. Jamie, pull that up. No one. We don't have a Jamie. This is how sad it is. No one wants to listen to it. I was in a. <laughs> I watched a pretty good porno this morning with a. Two, I was in a sandwich shop. <laughs> yeah. I was Wait, getting a sandwich with my friends. I don't know. Do you think gaming like is a real thing? They're gonna make it NCAA. Hey, hey, hey. I, I appreciate. Down, that. boy, down. So, <laughs> I was uh, taking a couple steps to get out of my friend's way because there was a trash can immediately behind me. So I took a step to the left and to the back, and. There was a raised platform in this sandwich shop, and I stumbled, and I it, I fell into a sitting position, and I got up just as quick as I fell down, because of sheer embarrassment. But what I would soon find out hours later, after uh, a long night of smoking blunts, um, and, and I had to walk walk upstairs to get to this place but um, here's what happened next <laughs> oh, oh my, God. my friends are, are all leaving shoot me in the face they're all, they're all <laughs> no you're right this is much better I'm glad we took that now, turn shut the fuck up Nate. Now, here's what happened <laughs> all my friends leave and I'm upstairs alone I lock up the room that we're hanging out in a studio space just just to smoke weed and make music and I walk up and I'm taking a few steps down the stairs and oh there's a shooting pain in the base of my spine and I'm paralyzed with pain at the top of stairs now have you ever been there <laughs> yes well here's what happened next <laughs> I later discover that I've herniated a disc in my back. From sitting down? From sitting down so abruptly. Ah. And that is dangerous. So I, um, I compressed. sitting injury. I compressed. Well, I also have degenerative disc disease, and now Aww. I know to be careful about that. But I needed uh, an epidural. Oh and 
And once I got that... Why would they need that, to shove something in your ass for that? No, that's... <laughs> no, an epidural is what they give women when they have C-sections. Or when you're Why would you need to stick something in someone's ass for a C-section? No, it's not in your butt. It's, it's in an injection in your, uh, into the spine. In your spinal oh. fluid. Oh. Mm. It's part of it. Cortisone. Thank you. Okay, I'm starting to get bored. Wrap it yeah, up. Yeah, Pam, uh, <laughs> yeah, Pam. Yeah, Sam. Sam, how how Sam. big are you? How big were you when you came out? How big was I? How when big I came were you when you came out? I was a big baby. You were ca- how big? I came out as a three-year-old. You came out at three years old. <laughs> three years old. Already talking. I was jacked. Just arguing, jacked. arguing with well, the doctor. because my parents tried to abort me, right? Right. What? And what and you kill you makes you stronger. You got strong. stronger that. in there. You hung out in there and you were doing prison workouts. When I came out, I popped out of there. You and popped, I, what do you I mean popped? R- like alien? Like out the front? No, kind of like a dip. Like I kind of did a dip out the pussy lips. Oh. And, and then, then you said, and then you said, and you said, one. And then you did a couple more. You're like, two, three. And he got out two more reps. And then you, and then and you. And then I ran out. to the elevator because I, like, I need to not be with these people. You, oh, I thought you were just trying and to do I a good forty come, time. I had come <laughs> out of the womb. Listen to this. I had come out of the womb with the knowledge of how to press an elevator button. What'd you do about the umbilical cord? <laughs> umbilical cord? Yeah, you were, oh, you were taped in. You were I chewed through it around eighteen months before. Oh, <laughs> I had way before. stopped taking nutrients at like eighteen months. And you were just using it as a jump rope. In there, using it as a jump rope. Functional equipment. Yes. Use what you have. You know. Exactly. So what's the saddest moment of your life? Probably Jesus. that. Jesus, Pam. <laughs> what are you doing? It's supposed to try and keep you on theme. Oh, we're, that's the thing. Why did you the decide theme, the, theme the theme was, was sadness? I did, it, was, we're it was We're Aaron keeping it light. That we're was doing the theme emo. I thought. Nah, we're doing an emo. It's boys don't cry. Boys it's boys don't cry. We're doing some emo. Okay. All right. But he didn't cry. He came out and he didn't cry. And he also, came out and he ran out. Also of note, I, I have a lacrimation fetish. I like it when what men... Explain that big word. Lacrimation is crying. And I like it when men cry. It turns me on because it's because they're vulnerable. That explains so oh much. Oh my god! <laughs> my scariest fetish. Well, then do me a solid and make sure we're I never not lie. in the same room when I'm watching Pursuit of Happiness. Have you guys seen? What? Because that makes That's me cry every time. Movie. Pursuit of Happiness has a direct line to my instinctual dude bone. No weirdness I there. Is it to watch men cry? Yeah. So oh, that did, did. What other movie? I cried watching my big fat Greek wedding. That's a good one. I cried watching the Amy Winehouse documentary. That oh, that was because she died because of alcohol, so not because of the heroin. So the bad. alcohol's the devil. She died just in general. Delirium she loved to cheat on her boyfriend, and I respect that, too. She's a queen. Mm-hmm. Feminist king icon. Once again, I'm keeping with this theme of feminist king icon, Aaron Atkins. Hello. God, you suck so much. <laughs> <laughs> you never shaved his face. As far as you know, you can cheat on me, babe. I don't even care. <laughs> I'll be here for you. That's it. That's it. Please. Give it up. Give it up for this. I cock. will simp for you. <laughs> Pam, have you seen the Phantom Thread about uh, John? What the fuck? Who's that all guy I know that is the Phantom Lincoln? Okay, oh, okay, Daniel Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis. He plays a dressmaker, and he starts to fall in love with this young woman. He's been a bachelor his whole life, up to like 55 years old. He starts to fall in love with this young woman, who becomes transfixed with him. And she loves him so much, but he doesn't have enough time for her. So, he, so she starts to poison him. And this is a spoiler alert. She starts to poison him with mushrooms Ooh. to see him down in his weakest state so she can take care of him oh. and, and get her little feminine kick from taking care of this old man. Right, she loves so much who doesn't Munchausen syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. Munchausen by proxy. Munchausen, Munchausen. by proxy. Yeah. Jamila Jamil has that. Not to be confused with Jamila Jamil uh, has that. Baron von Munchausen in the movie. Right. Or who's that guy from the Jamil. Who's Great that guy movie. from Chicago has that has that? Jamila Jamil. Oh, UC Smule. 
Jesse Smollett? Yeah. Oh, he got Jesse robbed at a subway down the street from me. It's fucking bullshit. He, he didn't lied. actually. Was he a pain? He didn't. He got, was he, he a lied. Was he a pain? No, he's no, he a gay actor on Empire. Empire. He was on Empire. He was a gay Oh, that guy. Yeah, and that's why he was like, oh, someone committed a hate crime against me when he did it against himself. Yeah. Sam's like, anyway, sad. Here's how into the rabbit hole I got it with the whole UC Smollett thing. Um. He he was at. If you watch the body cam footage for UC Smollett in his in his apartment, I like that you're really committing to Dave Chappelle's bit right yeah, now. Yeah, I am. Well, I will never call him anything else. I want else. you it's to get back on task and talk about something sad. This is sad. <laughs> he he had the noose around his neck when the cops showed up, and it was very loosely attached. Like if you're going to be that traumatized, just take the fucking noose off, man. It was totally like an aesthetic display. He had it. He's like, Pam's like an like an NBC producer right now. <laughs> it's like we want this. It's just like no, 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 more tears. Were any of you raped? Targeted, mean. Anyway, Sam, sorry, I got sidetracked. I was done. That was all. Oh, I had perfect. To say, like, UC Smollett. I didn't really follow that story at all. Okay, so what's the saddest thing that ever <laughs> Every time she walks out the door in the morning. Feminist <laughs> gay <laughs> guy. My life is one continuous stream of All right, life. here's really one. Here's one, Pam. To me. Here's a real one. You ready? Yeah. Uh, I got off of a plane for a competition and looked at my phone to find out my best homie from childhood died of a heroin overdose. Oh, that's really sad. There you go. Do you feel better now? Did yeah. you get it? <laughs> I like that one a little bit. Yeah, you see it behind my Sorry. eyes? Made me very sad. Oh. I was very, very sad. Still am. Heroin's really awful. It's not good. Yeah, it that's fun. why I don't condone those jokes I did at the beginning. Of the if podcast. anyone wants to buy some heroin for me after this podcast. He knows a guy. That's awful. <laughs> this is not All advertising. Right. We're gonna is this what you them. wanted? We don't have any sponsors. We're going to lose them. We're not sponsored by your dealer, bro. Well, la- last year. This is the, not an audible. Last year, the opening of the show, the very first show, the fourth annual Mutant Radio Comedy Festival, it was the disappointment show. And one of my favorite comedians in the whole world decided to really disappoint me and smoke heroin off foil on stage when he was hosting. <laughs> and the audience that was here was like, is this really is he is this a joke is it fake heroin is it what is it he's like you know smoking it off and stuff and then just max eddie no don't slander people no it was it was dude you saved max eddie the other day. i sure right? did saved i saved max his life eddie. we talked about it on an earlier podcast oh you actually. did yeah happy to help yeah um, i was there i am an ally you saved me too i saved you i've saved i it am uh yeah guy? i'm like a low-level superhero well was it wasn't the same guy no. was it no i'm not no 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 a different guy Sam, yeah, no, equal amount of anger. Was it anyone that I knew that, that attacked Max Eddie? Nope. No, no, he was a really big Irish guy. They were from out of town. They were, they had, he was pushing it though. He was purposely <laughs> pushing it. He was like, he, kept he came up on stage and he was using a really shitty Irish accent, which I guess is kind of funny because it was really bad and it was specifically bad. And he was like, oh, you cunts and everything. And then the thing that he said that made the guy jump up is he's standing there and he goes, I've never been hit. No one's ever punched me. And I'm like, Call the action button, motherfucker. Action. Like, yeah, ding, like don't why do you do, do that? that? Like, you made yourself look super weak. And then this huge guy rushes the stage. Duh. Like, and then what did Max do? Max was away. surprisingly spry. spry he very tucked fast. and rolled yeah, he was, very he was quickly. Like, he, yeah, I was, I was watching roll, him. Yeah, he yeah. tucked and pivoted around the yeah, guy's hip like, yeah. to get away he from was, him. It was a good move. He moved away real fast. Kid plays some Madden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Definitely yeah. plays some Madden. Kid's got some moves. That was 
Jesus fucking. But uh, I'm too high to remember where I was before you changed the track. What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to you? What's the saddest shit that's ever happened to me? I don't know if I'm ready for it. Well, um, I would have to say recently that it was um, my beloved life partner Spike died, and uh, you know every day when I left the house I'd say, "Don't die, don't die," and then I Spike is her brother, her cat is, and I put a picture up, but. Facebook Aww. reminded me that I missed my cat because he was he could high five and he loved smoking pot. Every Aww. time he'd hear the bong, he'd come out and he'd be like meow, and he like loved it when you blew pot smoke at him. He was the best Aww. cat, and he he was just such a friendly <laughs> cat. He loved everybody. People would come over and he'd come to sit in their lap and like Art, hang out. And I know, I know. He was I the have best, best. I think you have cat. the best one. <laughs> he was the best, best cat, and he was so. He was just a great cat. And then, so I, he got skinnier and skinnier. And then I left the house and I said, don't die, Spike. And when I came back from, it was a Friday night show. I came back from the show. I found him underneath the radiator and he was dead. And, and the worst part was because the radiator had turned on because I can't do anything about that because oh, it's a 1934 smell. building. His little ears got singed and his little eyes a little bit. And so that was really, really rough to take him out Aww. from underneath the thing. And it was hard because he was That's stuck gross. under there. But basically he was ready to go and... I had looked up that day, like, when do you put your cat to sleep? So that was in that morning, and then that night he was dead. So he let me know that it was okay. his time to go. He was warm, too. He was warm, and that's what yeah. he did. He <laughs> wanted to just get warm and, ch- and say goodbye. And so that's what he did. And Better. He's in cat yeah. heaven. Yeah, he's a good cat. Aww. He was a great cat. So now I have two cats to try to replace that cat, and then neither one of them together are good enough. They don't. She it's doesn't good. mean that. She, she, tells them, she tells him she that every day, that. too. She walks <laughs> out and she says, you guys are that. not good They enough. don't snuggle. He used to sleep on my pillow with me. He'd, like, lay out, like, he's on sorry. my pillow and, like, lay against me, and he was so fluffy. Yeah. And we literally, like, we used to masturbate together. It's not, it's a real, it's all the things uh, I he, talk about. He didn't masturbate? He wouldn't, like, so he loved to masturbate, like, next to me like on the like he'd bottle? get the no he didn't his little pink crayon would come out all the time but he was totally fixed but he would hump like mm. the my comforter and like pillows sometimes but he'd lay next to me and he'd like go at it and then you'd be cued in to start masturbating exactly oh, and then he'd take, his little, he'd take his little furry paw and put it on like my leg or my back the it was lower so back. sweet it was so sweet. You I don't think it was that. Oh I don't think it was sweet. I think no, it, it might was, have been. It was There's great. There. And if he's the reincarnated it. soul of another person, he was great. He was a really great, like, That's amazing. he was a great, great cat. And I miss him a lot. And so that was, oh. finding him was, like, the saddest. We buried him in the backyard. I didn't, I called my building manager and I was just wailing. I was just, like, losing it. And she knew my cat, too, and she loved him. And I said, I don't know what to do with the body. I don't know what to do. And she's like, well... You can either go down to the beach and bury him in the sand, or you can put him in the backyard if you want. And I was like, yes, yes, the backyard. So he's buried in the backyard of my apartment Aww. complex. You can bury your animals in the beach? No, beach you're not supposed weird. to do either of those things, mm-hmm. but those were the options she gave me, so that's what why I was going with. Why didn't you incinerate him and then have him like in a little... How do area. I incinerate him? Why you have a radiator. You have a radiator, and they put into a little urn I know, but here's the thing. Uh, I don't have podium. a car, and I live in the Tenderloin, so I'm going to take my dead cat Actually, and put him in a backpack and walk to the vet. And he's like, yeah. no, okay, I just walked him true. downstairs. I mean, <laughs> that sucks. I'm sorry, that was really. <laughs> no, I didn't hear what you said. Okay, <laughs> so she you said you left him in the radiator. You could have just radiator oh, if you wanted to incinerate him. No. He was halfway done, right? Oh, From no, what just I a little bit. Of <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Bad, that's bad. You, all you have to do is turn him over once. Like, oh my oh. lord. <laughs> also, also, Pam, yeah. I, I feel like I should say this. Um, this song is starting to give me an anxiety <laughs> attack. I'm not, I'll change I'm not it. Like it. I'll turn it off. Do binaural okay, beats. Okay, it's gone. Binaural my point, beats. My point has been made. So um, th- th- this is actually funny. It's on a different. I the first 
theater production I ever directed and produced on my own. The sound, it was in hell. It was um, the Jean-Paul Sartre's No Exit. And so hey all, it all happens in hell, right? So there are a couple things I did to make it like hell. And one of them was that the sound design was the girl from Ipanema over, over, over and over and over, played, recorded off a record and then skipping and then playing again. And it was at the same level and it was really low throughout the whole play. And people at the end were asking like, did you turn that fucking up throughout the play? And I was like, nope. <laughs> because it started making people fucking crazy. Yeah. And I put a, I put a heater in the back. So as the play went on, which was an hour and 20 minutes, no intermission, Perfect. it got hotter and hotter and hotter and hotter in the room. And people were like, what is going on? It was a lot of fun. And the characters on stage were taking each other's clothes off, so that worked too with the heat, and yeah. it was really fun. But so, something over <laughs> and over and over. We but we it. got the point on this, and it's we don't upselled. have to do that anymore. It is upselled once you think about it. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that, that a French no accent? Meaning, that was no meaning to anything. No, that's his Cantonese accent. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot believe these people we have a podcast, and uh, so it's supposed to be about making a... Did, making what a are we really doing? It is so absurd. We are sitting with our... Botox in these weird, we call them chairs, but what are they really? They What's are trees really that we have got. What is this table? What is this table but plastic? Ian, Ionesco, Lachaise, the chairs. It's a great um, existentialist play. Ionesco he wrote in, mm. in French, and it's two old people living on a lighthouse in the middle of nowhere. And like, there's all <laughs> these chairs, and they keep putting out chairs <laughs> and putting them away because they're waiting for this party and this person, this speaker to come. It's kind of like a waiting mm. for Godot, except that before very, that. And it's, but it's Ionesco. It's Ionesco. It sounds very French. Super what absurd. are we supposed to do with so all these chairs? We have absurd. all these chairs and no but people. When you think about it, it has no meaning. There is nobody here to sit in the chairs. It does not mean that they are chairs no. or are they not chairs anymore because there is no one to think of them as chairs. Will you get these Schrodinger's chairs out of here, please? <laughs> <laughs> are they chairs if no one is thinking of them as chairs? We may not know. Well, I don't know. Now. Let's go eat cheese and fuck. <laughs> 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 Very French play. <laughs> I have just killed an Arab. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, he Arab. was not supposed to be here in the first Less place. Less laughs, <laughs> laughs, but sweeter. Less laughs, but sweeter. Le Tranger, you, you've le read plage. The Stranger by ouais. Camus. He's one of your buddies. At Camus. Le Plage. <laughs> C'est both très bon. Très bien. Très bien. I have also read Naja by Jean-Paul Sartre. What was that word you just said? He said swim. He's talking about swimming in the ocean. Naja is to swim. No, no, Naja by Jean-Paul Sartre. It's about how when you realize how absurd everything is, you get nauseous. Oh. It's pretty good. Do we have festival joints? No. No, because you didn't roll anymore. But I have everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can do that. Yeah. What yeah. is this, Pam? What is this goo? It's hallucinogenic oh, it's, weed. Um, so it's really, really strong ever. gummies that didn't solidify. And it's like, so that whole package is 200 milligrams. So we're just kind of taking bites of it because it's really strong. The whole pack's only 200? I wanna, yeah, the whole pack's yeah. like 200 milligrams. I want to hear more about Pancake's the, Day. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was really liking where that was going. Yeah, there's one so I got a parking ticket. Just for trying to live my life. In a spot where you were not supposed to. Trying to get my yeah, career going. People. Huh? Yeah, a couple people That's crazy. Uh, are they talking about me? One person. Say hi to them. What's hey, up? Say hi. Hello. Okay, so. If you did another one. Dude, if you did another one. I got three tickets. If you did another one at a different angle, you would have both. all of us into the frame if I can move this little crane arm a little bit. I don't know. Move the crane. I always have papers, don't but roll, don't roll splits yeah. though because we can't no have tobacco in the. Just look at them. Oh, um, 
you just uh, untwist it from the bottom. Here, I'll, I'll engineer as long as everybody keeps talking and keeping everything Okay, up. so They're I got $100,000 okay. in debt. I owe to the taxes, man. And I'm feeling kind of down about it. If, if anyone could offer some kind of relief program that I could utilize to about? get out of P Pancake bed. needs a sugar mama a badly. Bad, bad, bad. He needs a sugar mama bad. If I could start a GoFundMe. There are any sugar mamas out there. Heller. Holler at you. We're boy. not talking about fucking corn sur soup toast. Motherfucking mm -mm. mamas either. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Isn't that real? I'm talking about breaded. I'm talking about a woman with a non-profit that's for profit. I am talking. You need a woman comfortably in go. her mid to late sixties who can just float you. Is that what you're looking? Well, you're looking for patronage. I'm looking for pancake. Pancake Crane needs on. a patron. Oh well, so yeah, that's what they used to do. Remember back in the olden days, you'd get a patron, Crane and then they'd on. a patron of the arts. They'd let you do whatever you like wanted. Like the Medici's. Or be on like commission or whatever. Yeah. That sounds like a good gig. I know gig. Medici. Yeah, yeah, someone did, and and you know, um, Virginia Woolf brought it up. She's a room of one zone. You know, you need, you yeah, need, a, you need enough money. You need a hundred dollars a month in a room of one zone to be able to create, and without that. Juice talking specifically of women, because men already had that. You used to go to school and everything would be paid for, and you'd just, you know, study and write and do whatever you want. And right. Virginia Woolf didn't have Adderall, though. Virginia Woolf <laughs> wasn't in San Francisco <laughs> trying to rock $100 a month. No, I know, and it's, and, but it, but this was written in 1914, so right. obviously with inflation. That's more than like $1,000 a month now. Yeah, but if someone like gave, $2,000 a month. If someone mad. gave me $1,000 a month, Ang Andrew rolling? Yang, I miss you, it would change like my whole economy. I'd be able to create so much more because I wouldn't be so stressed constantly about creating the funds to keep things going. It would suck for everyone who didn't have rent control, though. Because people True. would adjust. Everyone would adjust their prices to that. I think so. A, 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 such a hard change in, in prices would change things almost like that quickly. Like as quickly as people were given a thousand dollars a month. Oh no, I don't mean everybody. I just mean to spend a thousand and it would result like, not no, everybody no, no, just no, 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 no. Not everybody gets a thousand I'm saying let's go back to the patronage times where like artists would get a thousand dollars a month to go create and they'd be like, Oh yeah, of course you're a talented person, you should be able to have the opportunity to do this. But that doesn't exist anymore. Where's the patron office? Yeah, exactly. Who rates the talent? Well, that was back in the day. The, you know, the rich people showed off their talented kids or whatever, and then someone would be like, oh, I'll take care of you now. And Sounds lovely. Yeah. I want someone to do that. Yeah, patrons of the arts. Wouldn't it be nice? Explain patrons to us more, Pam. No, <laughs> no it's Patronize just people us. that pay. Tell us about the, Don't be Tell us about the money people. Again. Well, it's also, That's you can joke. also get, resi once you, one of the things about only reasons to get an MA or an MFA is that once you have them, you can go in residences where you apply to these things and they let you stay in like a cabin for six weeks and all you have to do is create some piece of Whoa. art at the end of it and everything's paid for. All your, the Headlands, Marin Headlands, it's right up here. You could, as a stand-up comedian, you could actually apply and you write up your CV and you send it to them and you say, hey, I want to be in your residence for six weeks because I need to write this one-man show because I'm going to Edinburgh. Ooh. And then they like let you stay there and you're in the woods and they feed you. They have professional chefs. You get two meals a day. That's fucking sick. And like, so I've had photography friends who have done it for like six, eight weeks. And you apply and you go and stay there in the could, mountains. Could I That's apply and just be like, hey, I need a break. Uh, no. <laughs> no? You yeah, have to be creating to something? Kanye West. Kanye you have West to vibe. has a similar thing. It's called dating a Kardashian. <laughs> 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 That's any, his. Any medium. 
And Tyler Perry he does have a same. patron. Who else has patrons? He has patrons? a fucking compound Tyler, now. Tyler Perry lets people use his sets. Tyler Perry is a Medici. Tyler Perry, modern day Medici. Tyler Perry. Black Medici. There we go. I've never seen a Tyler Perry movie in my life. Well, Dude, you, you haven't seen, seen Medea Christmas? Set. You haven't seen any so? Medea movies? Not one. Dude, uh, Architectural That's Digest did a tour with him. They were like, show us around your house. And he was like, this is my golf cart. Or as Medea would say, my golf cart. Haha, uh-huh. anyways. This is it's awful. <laughs> he's just really? not a. I don't know why he's so successful, is but he is. You, is that when you were like, this is what I want to do? This is it. This is comedy for me. That was your Damascus I, Road moment. <laughs> yeah, you were just like, yeah. If I could just do that. You're right. Oh my god, I should be a comedian. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hallelujah. That shit's funny, objectively. Tyler Apparently, Kirk. yeah, Tyler Perry is a super dope dude, though. He's out yeah, in Atlanta. He's a compound. Exclusively for like black filmmakers. That's dope right. shit. I need one for quarter Asian filmmakers. That, you that's know, support my people. Am I the most? I'm the only. Am I the only person of color in here right now? Yeah. yeah. I have wow. Some, I have well, some how brave of me. You span. That doesn't Eastern count. European? That doesn't count. You're not as brave as Your I am. Your color is translucent. I'm brave for that. You're exactly. a brave vampire. Great so, to be here. So if I ever won like you know the lottery or a million dollars or whatever, I would do that kind of idea but for stand-up comedians so i would make like a little house up top and there'd be so there'd be like a barbecue pavilion in the middle and there'd be like a pool and there'd be little cabanas and everyone would have i've actually drawn it out before but everyone would have like a a little studio with light and stuff and then there'd be the pool and there'd be the barbecue pavilion and there'd be like every night there'd be like parties and there'd be food provided but you have and there'd be like a little stage because people would have to perform for each other but you'd have to do something at the end of a month you'd have to show your work because I can't just let a bunch of fucking People need, just come. What are you gonna do when they? Make fun of in there. What are you gonna do when yeah. they destroy that place? Well, they won't, cause I'll be there. Cleaning and I'll ladies. Make, yeah, and cleaning ladies. I'm making millions of dollars. At the, yeah. yeah, so cleaning well, ladies. Uh, are we gonna smoke? One I'm of a job guys? creator. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's hit it. I'm not. That's, like, uh, that's so a great shame, idea, man. Yeah. You're going to need stuff idea. to make fun of there, though. You're going to need to provide that's stuff. What I stuff think to the, make fun that's of. what I think the future is going to look like. Like all these all creative these things. Places. Because when robots start to take over and earn money for us, and we can just stimulate the economy with robots, <laughs> and, and people will buy shit just based on their own Jeff creative Bezos. volition. Like if you create something that's like a robot, and it, it does some sort of labor, and you can find a way to not work and make money and be productive. Then we're gonna have so much fucking dough lying around. We're we're gonna be able to lot, be able to lot, do a lot of creative shit, like make all Da Vinci's things come to life, like all his fair, failed experiments. Jeff Bezos, That's what I modern day Da Vinci. Huh? I want to see the helicopter That's without the, the tail rotor making. Everybody I think we can all agree that that's not it. It would be Elon Musk, right? Dude, he's the he's richest African American of all time. You know that? Elon Musk. Yeah. He's the richest African American of really, all time. He's balling. <laughs> he is. That's funny. He's crushing it. You know, he 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 was his parents literally own an, an emerald mine. Well, I don't know. I South think Africa. I think between him and Jay Z, it's probably an apartheid, right? Like a. Nathan Lowe. Yeah. I didn't get it. Find him on Instagram. He's got a lot of followers. <laughs> sure do, buddy. That's not why. Trending on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you used to. Do you still lift things? Uh, only when I have to. If it's required to move forward, yes. <laughs> you don't just like bench press people for no reason anymore. Absolutely not. He okay. chokes motherfuckers out and almost gets them kicked out of bars. It was your fault. True, true. Mm. True, true. <laughs> well, but, I mean, Nathan's not an instigator. Oh, that looks sure great. Sure not. Yeah, I'm not an instigator well, either. I'm a, I'm a peace. Co- I'm like a no, no. No waves. Everyone just chill out, kind of. You don't want to do anything. That's silly. 
Yeah. Dudes who like want to fight is the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah. not fight? You look like you want to fight. What are you looking at me? Just dudes who you want to fight, bro? No, just dudes like what's up? Like the dude, like the Irish guy with Max Eddie. He was just sitting over there, just like I need, I have to punch a thing. Yeah, I have to. Yeah, that's I true. I didn't fucking hit my aunt, hit my dad, my girlfriend enough times today. <laughs> I learned I it from my dad. I yeah, I don't know, man. Toxic masculinity. People's crazy. I don't know anything about it. I wouldn't even, I wouldn't even know. Yeah, yeah. we have. Ten minutes left for you guys to drop these just these gems from your honeyed sad. lips to the okay Instagram sad shit. People. You want to hear some sad shit? Yeah. More sad shit, yeah. Okay, more rest, sad shit. rest in peace, my homie Aton Aton Weiner just overdosed on fentanyl at Stanford oh. University. Oh, rest no. in peace. Oh shit, was he a student? so much promise. He was a student. Yeah, he really was. His dad was a professor there. His mom oh. also worked there. He's yeah. very smart. Jewish That's great. Kid. Do me a solid. Don't smile while you explain it. I'm not. He's not smiling. I'm not smiling. So I'm just that's using the my mouth. In him. I, I miss him mouth. very much. Let him Rest do. It. You just did a joke in the middle uh, of his dead homie. I'm talking about my dead homie. Yeah, he died. He overdosed, and he's, he's, I, you know how terrible. you know how else I got reminded of it because on NBC Snapchat news on the now this he's the top story. Oh shit! Really? Oh no! Yeah, it's just because famous. his dad. Yeah, he blew up, dog. I mean, wow. you know what? The, you know what the saddest part about it is the last time we saw him, me and my friend, was. We fucking sent him a fake letter from St- from Stanford saying like your son smokes too much weed and he's bad at rap. <laughs> and <laughs> that was the hilarious. last we ever saw him. And then we saw him again. He oh. came back last break. We were like, we're gonna fight Aton. And he fucking his friends got out of the car. He never got out of the car. Just drove off. That was the last we ever saw him. Oh uh, yeah. And I see him on Snapchat news. Rest in peace, Aton Wiener. Better place. He's too smart for us. Wow. Well, but Heaven fentanyl, is, is nobody right knows how strong that stuff is. I've taken a fentanyl dose before. Is so small, yeah. it's, it's insane. It's You've done fentanyl? It's ten times stronger than heroin. Yeah, I, my... Yeah, um, so. No, morphine. They cut a lot of shit with it, especially in San Francisco and in the Bay Area. Not I, as much in Chicago. You want them to cut it with baking soda. That's what you prefer. I had a pharmaceutical-grade patch, transdermal patches because my ex-father-in-law died of terrible, terrible liver cancer. And when he was dying... Like, and it happened in six weeks. Like, he was, like, totally alive and playing golf. And then he was like, ow, this kind of hurts. And he went into the doctor, and they're like, you've got stage four liver cancer. You are Jesus. dying. <laughs> and so he died really quickly. But on his deathbed, he willed me all his drugs. And so I got That's these... everything you need to know Jesus. about Pam is that she gets willed drugs. <laughs> so like, I... people will them. <laughs> so he gave me 12 75-milligram fentanyl patches, and I'm, I'm no dummy. Jesus. I scored them on the back, so I only put on 25 milligrams at a time because it's, it's transdermal. Yeah. And I got so – it was awful. I hated it. I was high for like 56 hours the whole weekend, and it was – I hated it. I'll it take was, them off you. Yeah. Oh, I ended up sending them to Manchester, <laughs> England because I had some friends um, from MySpace throwback. Um, I had some writing buddies that lived there, and they're like, yeah, I used to do that stuff. Send them to me. And so I put them inside um, CDs, and I just sent them inside CD packages and sent them. And they were like, we got them. We got them. (laughs) Be careful. Don't open it up. Don't eat it. They're like, we know what we're doing. (laughs) Aaron, Aaron, I have a question for you along this vein. Um, Mm. So you – if you you don't mind talking about this on the air. You you used to be a heroin addict, but you still – you know, drink and smoke weed. You yeah. found a way to find the middle way, yeah, which so I, people have a hard fucking time doing. Because it's rare. Because there's a difference. Because addiction is like a disease, right? It's like that's genetic. Like how it's how you respond to alcohol. You you know you can't leave a drink untouched. 
Um, but something that is kind of like kind of volatile to tell to addicts, especially, is that there's a difference between addicts and there's abusers. You know, abusers are people that use drugs that don't necessarily like lean on it for their emotional stability, but still, you know, abuse drugs. <laughs> but you know, you can't tell people this because that every addict thinks they're an abuser. But uh... you know. Something I realized was that I did all that treatment, right? I, I, I was leaning on it emotionally for a very long time before I went to treatment. But when I got back, I relapsed within like a day of leaving. Essentially, I got back and I turned Oxycontin into lean because it's just, you know, just a little classic thing I like to do. Into lean? Into yeah. lean, yeah. You crush it up, run it through cold oh, water. Yeah, you, you it basically filters out all the other shit in the, in the medicine that prevents you from getting as high. Uh. And you just get like just basically the opiates. With promethazine it. tablets, right? Is that what you use? Oxycod. Oh. You just purify Oxycod, you get almost pure opiates. Same as like poppy tea, where you could just wash like, unwashed poppies. Huh? Did you just do that with high? Cold water, that's it. Cold water. Cold water. Because it's, water, so it's water soluble. Yeah, so you're only getting out that opiate part. And it's sure, stronger. sure, sure. In a sock, you said? Yeah. Oh, through fabric of any kind, yeah. yeah. Cheesecloth, same shit. And then uh, I did it, and I was like, that felt great. But I didn't like go ape shit, you know? Like I didn't yeah. lose my. I know my some a lot of my friends how they reacted to like relapsing on shit where they really lose your mind, you lose it to this. So you haven't substance. been to treatment since that re- relapse? No. I mean, I, I got out and that was it. Also, I'll never go back too because I've totally lost faith in the system from being in there for a year and a half and being completely brainwashed. It's a cult, yeah, it's right? awful. Yeah. It's awful. They have no idea what they're doing. Yeah. And it's for money. They're oh. racking in insurance checks from a lot of these like wealthy families. Yeah, or just insurance from any family, you know. You can be, you. Can, it, it affects people of like a very wide socioeconomic class, like preferably rich people because they can pay everything. But you know, they can game insurance companies as well to get a payout every single month. Absolutely, you know, and they don't care. So, was was there a shift in your rationality of thinking, or like we, what what happened when you realized like, oh, here's how I'm gonna do it. You just want to you just want to succeed in spite of it, and that's what's more powerful than succeeding because of it. Because when you succeed, when you go through the program, you succeed. And you get sobriety through a program. You always need the program to stay sober. If you uh. if you re- if you rebel, so to say, if you develop, you know, your your methods in spite of the program, then you do grow to just be strong in spite of this, you know, l- existential constraint on your freedom. Oh, there's something you know? very deep there. Yeah, it's, yeah, I think this is the same is true with education. Like if you sure. figure out how to a way to learn by be yourself, curious. yeah, then you stop. Then, then you don't stop learning right after college, or when exactly. you're told yeah. that you don't have to learn anymore. And that's much more valuable. Or, or being uh, being engaged in the learning that you're doing, like wanting to be there makes a difference. I don't think that it makes sense for us to take 18 year olds and be like, okay, go to college or you're not good enough. If you don't right. get in, if you don't get right. in, then what Especially the fuck are you here. doing with your life? And it's like give people a second to like figure out who they are. Like it's, I didn't. I wish I didn't go to. College until I mean I went to graduate school in my thirties, but I I really wish I would have done something else in my twenties. I wanted to go to yeah. culinary school. And my parents were like, "You have to go to a four year university, exactly. or you'll never be good enough." And it pushes kids like, to like. <laughs> I mean, look look at Palo Alto High School. They have like they when I was a junior in high school, my at, siblings went there. Eight people killed themselves in a year because they're uh, right next to the train tracks. Yeah, the Atlantic they, did an article about yeah, it. Yeah, they're across the street from a fucking from Stanford. Everybody has this expectation that they should go to Stanford, and they're all pushed to this extent that they. And the campus is right next to a fucking train station. Yeah. When you see it's right there, this access to it is just it's just it's is that a how a lot drama. of kids did it. Yeah, they turned in front of the train all the time. Yeah, and we made some awful jokes about it at our I know, school I have one during in my baseball games. Right now. Oh yeah, oh, when, we, when we ran the bases in baseball, we'd say choo choo. It was terrible. Choo choo. Yeah, like a train choo-choo. when you run the bases. Oh, like haha, your friends are dead. Yeah, like haha, oh, okay. your friend got hit by a train. Yeah. Got it. 
I'm not saying it's funny, but we did <laughs> it. But no, this it was is, common knowledge, and they, is, no one did anything about it. It's not as many it. laughs, but it's sweeter. <laughs> this, this it's between you the, and them. Who are you trying to make laugh? It's not for an audience. It's sad, and that's the point of this po- podcast. So that's sad. good. Dead, dead that's potential sad. Stanford students. I still wear my high school letterman. Potential Stanford students, though, still? See? Yeah, exactly. Potential st- I mean, they're rich kids. They can afford anything, right? And yeah. Stanford's all about connections. Like, you meet the people, and then... You know, they give you the book deal or whatever. You know the right people. It's all about yeah. people knowing people and rich people like rich people. And and, and that's the desired like identity, people. you know, and, and, and it's pinned on getting into Stanford, you know, so these fucking high schoolers yeah. think they'll never get there because they're not going to get into Stanford. They're going to go to San Jose State and it's a instead, very small school. Like, it's a but very can, small school. Yeah, Stanford it's very doesn't have very, It's very, very small. But you can yeah. learn just as much as San Jose State if you want to. You can, like, befriend a professor you and get extra just work. No, it's not just the same identity. Much, you, don't not, get to wear yeah. the, you don't get to wear the hoodie. You don't get to be a part of that shit. That's that's so true. But what's so different about the syllabus? What's the syllabus if fucking Stanford's... You can learn just as much. It's not about knowledge. It's not about knowledge. It's about external validation through a piece of paper that you're smart. But that's And that's what I'm saying. And it's about the hoodie. It's about the it's about the hoodie. It's, you know it's how a nice many maroon? Harvard classes mm. are available online for free. Sure. But you don't get Harvard you on the get diploma. You don't get the diploma. No, I know. But the, what I'm saying is that what I think was said before that the the pursuit of knowledge in itself should be despite the piece oh, yeah. of paper that you get. Yeah, but and it, it should be the own your own edification. Why do you want to learn? And you were mentioning this earlier that as a young kid you don't really memorize anything and you like Wikipedia. But what did you really remember? Back in my day, we used to read books and we read them over and over until we memorized them and actually knew mm. that stuff in our mm. heads. And so we could reference fucking shit because we were. In, we'd learned it in a different way. Right. Instead of it always being accessible, it's too easy. Yeah, we're you take just it for dumbing granted. each other down. Yeah, you take it for granted. But pe- we, but we should actually want to learn. But we're not. We don't even know what learning means anymore. Is yeah. it watching a YouTube video? Oh no, I really know how to do. Learning it. Yeah. has always been uh, a loser's game. You know, because you're supposed to be a tough guy and get the girl and wear a leather jacket and drive a motorcycle. Ride a motorcycle. What Sorry. school was this? Yeah. Uh, the Greece. School of Art. This is the school of Greece. This yeah. is Greece. You got to come and snap your hands all the time. Do <laughs> choreography. I, I if anything, sucks. Woody Allen has taught me. It's did easy. you Did you get into a lot of choreographed fights? As a kid? <laughs> yeah. And my switchblade was a comb. Yeah. <laughs> when you're I know jet, that, you're yeah. jet all the way. Jeez, man. Yeah, well, it's almost I time do. to smoke a cigarette. And this was fun. Yeah. This was, fun. This was the boys don't cry. Live on the Instagram. Yeah, do you have a uh, Billy Corgan impression? Because you've definitely got the whiny voice down. The Billy Corgan. I mean, the see. world is a man. Despite all my rage, <laughs> I'm still just a rat in a cage. You're not whiny enough. You're not whiny enough. Despite all my rage, I'm still just a rat in a cage. Good try. That was what is nice. lost will never be saved. <laughs> okay. The world is a vampire.
Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube, available on iTunes and all your favorite podcasts using our acronym L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. That's it. I'm not saying it again, Carl, co-host Carl. You're not saying it. I'm not going to say L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, even though that is our podcast name, our YouTube channel, and our Twitter account. And the feed. And those are Yeah. Got to feed it, man. We watch. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube. We watch a full-length movie on YouTube with you. You listen to the podcast. You watch the movie on YouTube at the same time. Carl, what's the movie today? We are watching Kung Fu Mahjong 2, 2005. That's what you put in the YouTube search engine. You know how to spell Kung Fu. And then it's M-A-H-J-O-N-G. One word. Two. Now, we have... Uh, We've been doing this podcast for about four years, and we watched the original, the first one, Kung Fu Mahjong, which is no longer on YouTube. Right. Yes. Uh, what, what channel is hosting this movie, Carl? We would like the publisher Vincielar, which is V-I-N-C-I-A-L-E-R, V-I-N-C-I-A-L-E-R. So, once again, Kung Fu Mahjong 2, M-A-H-J-O-N-G. G2, 2005, and yep. you will find the publisher, the channel, Vin, C-I-A-L-E-R, V-I-N-C-I-A-L-E-R. So here's the trick. We want you to go to that, go find it, click it, and then hit pause and set it up to zero, zero, zero. When you hear the illustrious, great to have him here, guest voice of the one and only Mr. Paul Brumbaugh, he will give you the countdown. He's staying for the movie. Paul, how the fuck are you? Pretty damn well, man. I'm staying secluded. Shelter in place, guys. Shelter in place. Have you been taking showers, Paul? Uh, yes, I've been washing my hands before I take a shower. <laughs> right. Yes. The water can be contaminated. And then, you I, can, wash and your then hands I get out and then I wash my hands again. So I like to wash my hands and then go, I already washed my hands. Fuck this. So make sure that you're buffered up to 000, Kung Fu Mahjong 2, 2005, Vin Cialar, 000, and we're going to get our finger hovering That's right. that triangle. Now, uh, we're very excited. Listen, to, we have the Countdown King himself, Mr. Descending Numerals, Mr. 321. Let's get ready to Brumba, under Brumba. Pressing down on me. Give it up for Mr. Paul Brumbaugh. Yeah. All right. All right. Like Carl said, you guys, you know the drill. Put your finger over the little triangle. Let's do this thing. Let's do it in three, two, one, go. Very excited. Ooh, MVP. Most valuable person. Most Oh, yeah. I guess it's like a how to sell MVP in China, Chinese. Yeah, this is a this is a Hong Kong movie. Well, in- which is good because we got such. Mavip. Oh, there we go. MVP. That's those are not uh, mahjong titles. The ones with MVP. That's the uh, movie maker saying, "Ha ha." It's like we can't afford credits. Listen, we can't afford credits, so let's just make these titles and shoot it. I, you know, hey, the cool I, thing is, watch- I can turn this one down. 
Okay. So are these the opening credits on the tile? Uh, we saw some opening credits, but no, they didn't play that too much. Did they show real credits in this movie in the beginning? I didn't notice real credits, no. I guess they all come at the I end. I think it's the time. Oh, that's cool. I do have a bad movie rule about that, which is generally if a movie waits for the last second, if they don't give you the title at the beginning of the movie, it's a bad film. It just slogs on and on and on to the point where it doesn't even – it just starts, you know. Right. Okay, now this is Fanny, all right? And she's a nice Hong Kong wife, all right? But she loves Mahjong which we know is like a gambling game. It's not a matching tiles game. It's like playing cards. Yeah, it's like a four-player card game, basically. Yeah. Except it's, yeah. And it's yeah, gambling. I, you know, I, nice. And the rules are great like, if you know the like, rules. It's uh, like bridge. It's, well, it's like if bridge was for money and bridge was complex. I'm not saying like chess, but... There's many different combinations, different kinds of games. Yeah. But it's all about money. So that's just said Kung Fu Mahjong too, right? So she is a winner, winner, winner. She's really good. I'll have Man, she's she has a terrible Mahjong face. Look at that. That's a great hand. She's letting everything. I mentioned this during the first movie. I'm trying to teach myself Mahjong using computer games, and I still I can't figure it out. You just so I, I'm learning. You, know, <laughs> you need to know the titles and stuff like that. And plus, people don't like it when I put it into a pile and then I pull matching tiles out. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Why you touch tiles? <laughs> well, these two are a match match. Okay, everyone's being quiet. Mahjong? She's talking to her husband, who's forbidden her to play Mahjong for money all day long. That's great. So she's pretending yeah, my wife thinks I'm making dinner and heading home. All right, there is the market stuff. So the wife's got a gambling problem. Now look, she's got such a gambling problem, she runs past a Mahjong game with the old lady who's like screwing up her hand. And she's like, no, no, no. <laughs> was she a character from the first movie, or are they just starting a fresh story? That's right. The, the, first the first movie, as you know, had that savant, the guy who could remember all the tiles. This yeah, one is right. about her. That's her husband. She's was hiding. She... Now look what the lady says about masturbation. On masturbation, just like celebrate. This is all I want to be when I get older, just playing cards and talking about masturbation to young women. <laughs> and wearing a, a dress. Yeah, I'm wearing a dress. But I mean the Asian. Okay, so she needs to get into the house. You see, she just, without the husband seeing. Right. So she just went past her husband by hiding behind the uh, garbage can, did you see? Right. Yeah, she pulled the Ferris Bueller. She pulled the Ferris Bueller. Chica -chica. And by him, 
make soup because that's what she promised right i was there in the parlor when she said it but she doesn't have enough time to do it so she's going to pull a plan b well the house just smells soup when he walks in what kind of jeans is he wearing he's got his his ass pocket under brumba see that there she is. Satellite. Oh. Look, he washes his hand. I notice that now. <laughs> now I like to watch is, movies uh, where they don't watch husband, Okay, his name is Chai Hung, but he goes by Johnny, right? But recently okay. he's working for the demon. Yeah, oh. Johnny. Who does he? Oh, here's the demon. Delightful. He's, he's like Delighted a to meet you, demon. type. What's wrong with his hair? It looks like a... <laughs> oh, hang on. Sexy lady. Now, this is... Hold on. This is the demon's sister, Curvy. Oh, I'll say. She also goes by... Curvy's Bobo. got the... She plays Mahjong too? Yes, she does, but she's saying, Oh, Fanny, I've heard of you. The Master Three Cards uh, teaches you. Wait, not as. What's his name? Hold on. Three tiles. Three can... tiles. Yeah, they're not cards, friend. When they first uh, started making them, they, they were like ivory tiles. <laughs> you know? And I tried, but I, you know how many elephants you got to kill? It's, it takes such a long time. Uh, I think this guy forgot what decade he's living in. Now, here we have a stereotype. They don't, this is a Korean and a Japanese. And of course, they're dressed up right. in the most, you know, like it's as if we saw a German, he's in Lederhosen, you know? They dressed him up in their like, about, stereotypes. So the American is a cowboy? Right, things like that, yeah. Well, that's good. Now I know I could tell everyone apart. So now you have the Korean like farmer and the geisha girl. Because you know, <laughs> Hong Kong Chinese people are just as prejudiced as anyone. <laughs> this is a comedy, you know? You well, gotta use shorthand a lot. You and I watch a National Lampoon and we see the Indian character and we're like, oh my God, we roll our eyes. That's what they are doing. Yeah, but if we watch a Hong Kong movie, don't you use that accent? <laughs> I guess. So, Japanese <laughs> girl is, oh, so sorry that I beat you. She's everything. She's timid and mild. Yeah. Good, I guess. I don't know. I don't trust her. You shouldn't because she they're switching tiles with their feet. But Fanny's going to catch on and stop them and expose them as cheaters. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I mean, the, the great thing about this game is being able to play with, like, three other people, and you move the tiles and the feel of it. Oh, yeah, look at that. The old tile on the feet trick. The old tile on the feet gag. 
That's the oldest <laughs> mahjong in the book. How do you cheat a mahjong? I keep an extra tile in a sleeve, up my sleeve. Exposed. And we get to see some feet. Whack! Now she's blind. Oh, right, right. Gross. It's a little extreme. Can you just, like, reprimand her? Oh, so they're fake. Yeah. They're not even, like, who they're pretending to be. Well, that explains the costume. Gross. Isn't that gross with her with the little tiles in her eyes? Yes. Are they dice? Now blind. I know. It's extreme. Now, is it, are they, I think, I don't know, the Korean, like, says, like, abandons her. Like, I don't know. See, you got to know, like, the culture in Asia. You have to understand Mahjong. You have to understand Cantonese because they're doing a lot of puns in Cantonese wordplay. Like, I like this film, but we're missing a lot of it. Right. Now, Curvy, of course, comes um, on to the husband, Johnny. Right. No, that's universal. I know exactly what she's doing when she's touching his crotch. <laughs> Pretty universal. Yeah, that is the universal language. Now, look, this is culturally specific. She's putting her toe on his pee-pee. You wouldn't see that in the Western world. Hey now, hey well, unless you're talking about pee. That's a stunt cock. It's not the actor's uh, crotch. Right. Stunt crotch. That is true, because if you take a look at this, it's clearly not an Asian pe penis. It was like it was to it was like four inches. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been our podcast. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, it must have been. Uh, well, it's a, you know, hiding, I guess. I was just saying like that. I don't think like the actors are like, okay, we're going to have this woman touch your crotch for the next six takes and shoot, action. Okay, now. They probably got someone. She had a fight with Curvy because Curvy was coming on to the husband. But the husband's like, you made me lose face. You embarrassed me in front of my boss. This is a big thing for me. He's well known and, you know, this could be good for us. And not only that, you convinced me to wear this T-shirt. <laughs> he looks like a total douchebag with that shirt and pants. All right, so are we uh, are we at a regular bar or a mahjong bar? We are at a regular bar, and this is the brother of Fanny, and he's a goofy big oh. goofy throughout the whole film. Is he like uh, goofy, like Gary Busey goofy? I, I don't know, because we don't understand their culture. You'll see. He's like a... Yeah. Um, he's like a Jerry Lee Lewis, or... Does he sound like uh, Shaggy from uh, the Scooby-Doo movies? No. Let me take a listen. He sounds... Okay. Go ahead, take a listen. All right, here we go. Oh, that's her. Yeah, I guess he says he has that goofy slacker voice. Well, you'll see when he, he does his bits and stuff. He's like, over the top! You'll see. 
Well, we should mention the first movie was based on the comedy Kung Fu Hustle. So there's like a lot of references to that movie. And they do a lot of scenes from it. Remember, was it Kill Bill they did a couple parodies of? Yeah, they did. Well, not couple, but yeah, there was definitely a Kill Bill parody. And he's about to parody a pop star in Asia who we won't know. But it'll be funny anyway. Okay. Yeah. I mean, imagine like being in Asia and you said, let's watch date movie. And they're making fun of like my big fat Greek wedding. You know, well, that one they probably know. Okay, but, I mean, now this is like, like from a music video or something, a well-known, famous one, and all the girls go crazy for him. It's Black Sands. Oh, yeah, a little doughboy. All right, yeah. Now, the bartender is like, I don't give a shit. My, my shift's over in 10 minutes. <laughs> whatever you want to do and Fanny says what's wrong with this world okay now we meet a character from Kung Fu Mahjong one her? oh no here we go uh, so this is a connection to the first movie yes do you remember his face that's the gambler he's the one yeah. who discovered right. Savant and was like, I'm going to profit from you, buddy. And then his wife, that one, stopped him. Yeah. That is Faye, Aunt Faye. And she's from Kung Fu Mahjong also. So How many bars are in her neighborhood? Can you find a bar where his wife wouldn't show up? It's Hong Kong. It's, it's bar, bar, gun store, bar. So what we're going to have now is the funny joke that Auntie Faye Kicks the shit out of her husband. Here we go. Oh. And she's off. All right. That's pretty good. Now, Faye also studied under three tiles, the famous Mahjong teacher. So she's going to see Fanny, and they're going to start rekindling but not at the expense of beating the crap out of her husband. Right. Senior sister? Hell yeah. Do you remember me, Fanny, from the first movie? Yeah, that was just a year ago. Come and help me beat this guy up. Because this movie came out like a year after this. No, oh, no. After the first sister. It's crazy, man. Yeah. Uh, crazy. Kung Fu Mahjong came out in... Um, Let's see here. Kung Fu Mahjong came out in June, early June, and Kung Fu Mahjong 2 came out in November 2005. That's insane. Well, this guy wanted – his name is Wang Jing. He wanted to uh, capitalize on it and get a sequel out right away. This direct Well, then there's a third one too. Yeah, there's a third one that didn't do well. Oh, they had to stop. They're like, oh, well, I guess we ran out of ideas. Well, this guy, this director, he produced or wrote or directed over 175 films. Um, he began his career in television script writing, 75. He moved to the Shaw Brothers wow. Studios, and he had a directing debut. The movie was called Challenge of the Gamesters in 1981, and that, that movie made a like a gambling movie genre come to life 
Yeah, sure. Well, the famous one is God of Gamblers. God of There's Gamblers. Like That's sequels. the same director. Oh, no shit. Yeah. And that movie broke this box office record in 1989. It, it, it was all started by this director, Wong Jing. Now, when they gamble, like, I think, I mean, I, I've seen one of them. The premise is that they're good at every single game. So they could play, like, Mahjong or poker or whatever. They're just right. good. And they, they, and they use cards as weapons, I think, or, like, they, you know, it's very stylized. Now, here's a plot point, okay? Auntie Faye invited him over to see three tiles again, and Fanny, of course, comes, and so does the brother. But the brother stole this person, this random person's parking spot, and now he's being all Jerry Lewis. Jerry, you said Jerry Lee Lewis. Oh, well, I mean the nutty professor. I got you. Uh, John, John Lewis, the yeah, senator. John, yeah, John Lewis. <laughs> okay, that is three tiles. That it's not Job of the Hut. It's three tiles. He cares about Job of the Hut. I was thinking he's looking good there. This hey, director, man. by the way, he got a Chinese. He got a a degree in Chinese literature from the Chinese University of Hong Kong. And he describes his degree as useless. <laughs> hey, man, he created all these movies. I don't think it's that useless. Okay, now, this random stranger turns out to be a senior sister of the teacher. And she's all upset because this guy stole her parking space. Oh, no. Was it Jerry Lewis? Mm-hmm. John. Yeah. Lewis. What a coin. John Lewis. <laughs> Richard Lewis, why would you do that? Eighth junior sister. Let me introduce you. Oh, that's funny. That's my family. Seventh junior sister. Or senior. Senior sister. Senior. Huh. I don't know how the school works. Oh, so she left her, her husband. Will we ever see the husband again? She didn't leave her husband. Uh, no, uh, she. Well, I mean, her husband like got pissed off that she he got embarrassed and sent her home, and she didn't end up home. She ended up here. Well, she went straight to a bar. Mm-hmm. To see her brother. Oh, all right. Now look, they're saying that senior. Junior sister has this nipple twist she knows how to do. It's like a kung fu move. She goes, Oh, sure, finally. Straight. Now, this is how she twists a nipple. Who's going <laughs> to demonstrate with me? Uh, me. Ding dong, my brother's. Okay, oh, I was taking notes about the nipple twister. Well, don't worry. It's coming right up. Oh, uh, let me guess. I, I, I think I see this parading down broad, uh, Broadway. Yeah. The woman, the woman whose spot he took is going to nip uh, twist him. I Here we go. So now he's going to be all stupid. He's, he's like so over the top in bad acting. She goes, you wanted to meet her. Why the funny face? You see, um, 
The translation's kind of yeah. weird. Oh, uh, 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 Yeah. Uh oh, she's getting her nipple twisting fingers ready. Yup, she is. Let's get ready to nipple twist. Let's chat outside. Oh, girls want oh, to chat with me. <laughs> So the director says, watch a bunch of Looney Tune cartoons, get your character, and then let's do this. Uh-oh. Just waiting for that tile to drop, the other tile to drop. Yeah, now he's going to, over the top, come on to her and ask her on a date. Anyway, yeah, hopefully he's not his barber. Now, this is in Cantonese. Now, something you guys don't know about me, okay? I know Mandarin. I know that they're the smaller oranges. Oh, yeah. yeah, right. The seedless one. He goes, let me pinch you like it's a sexy thing. All right. Go ahead, pinch me, girl. Let's see it. I'm taking notes. Well, he's going to come out, right? No. No? I need a reaction shot. Where's my brother? Ooh, I also want that. He, wants look, he wanted to look at the scenery. <laughs> Dinner time, Jerry Lewis. I know. That food looks so good. I'm starved. I've been eating. I wish I was eating ramen. I don't even have that anymore. Look, now he says. You promise you won't laugh. <laughs> you said you wouldn't laugh. They got to turn the heat up. That guy's nipples. Yeah, it's, it must be cold in here. Yeah. Mike, are you really running low? Hey, you, guys, hey, you guys thought I couldn't get any work as a body double. Yeah, well, I think the actor insisted. Look, she has ramen noodles, Mike. I know. I would kill a man for ramen noodles. I'm, I'm eating like uh Can I, I pick know, the man? Stuff. I'm trying. Oh, so this is the, the boss again. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to demon. produce an opposite, like mere opposite. Now, a common thug kind of guy comes in to see the big boss, and he acts all tough and everything. But he's going to get his. Well, they, they blinded another woman. Uh, he's got the uh, lower lip piercing, the, the uh, below the lip, not the actual lip, right? The soul patch? Oh, so uh, I don't even know what that is, right? That's right, oh, right, yeah, right below the, oh, no. It's the flavor saver stud. 
of the flavors there. When you go down to a woman, you like rub the the set on there. Like it's worth it. I I got Pierce for this very reason. Okay, now Johnny is going to earn his salt now. Oh, he's going to kick this guy's ass, huh? Hey, bye, guy. Oh, no, the other tile's going to drop. I give you life. Good life life taking hit nip. Boot looker. Ooh, damn. Be getting kind of. That just brought it up to, you know, a, you know, a G. Okay, here comes the move. No G under seven right there. Licking the blood. Wow. Gross. That's a blade on there. You got to be careful. When you, lick, when you lick blood off a knife, you got to be careful. Right, because. You might get the sharp one. The only good thing is no one will notice how dumb you are because it's just blood. Right, it could be your blood. No one's going to know. No one would notice. That's why it would be called the double-edged sword, get it? Okay. Yeah, right. Johnny just killed somebody, so Curvy, Curvy falls in love with Johnny because he's a badass. Curvy from Nintendo is Curvy? Who's Curvy? The the, sister sister. is Curvy, Bobo, Bobo the sister. Gotcha. Hey, Bobo. Good, Bobo. Is that a toilet? A bidet? Oh, man. I wish I had a bidet. It would make life simpler. Yeah, I wish I... I mean, I didn't have one yesterday, but I'd love to have one bidet. (laughs) (laughs) So now Johnny commits infidelity. Yeah, they're going to fuck in the pool. I just put chlorine in there. You know, I was really embarrassed recently. I peed in a pool. Um, Yeah? Yeah, it was an Uber pool. Oh. (laughs) That's a great joke. Yeah, okay. That joke was written by Steve Poston, a friend comedian, and he says he Uh, I have to trade him a joke. Him. That's a good joke. Keep that joke. Yeah. That, yeah that's, worth, that's worth it. Yeah. That'll be around for a while. I'm giving him a good one. Okay, so here comes Johnny home, and it's like, you're all cut, or you're... I was in a fight. Oh. He doesn't say he murdered. Yeah, I killed the guy. Yeah. And then I fucked uh, that sister... But the truth is, that's not how he got a scratch. He got a scratch from cheating. Oh, I see. So when he killed that guy, he didn't get any injuries. But when he had sex, uh, right, post-murder got sex, he up. got yeah. So she goes, get a different job, would you? This guy's no good. I don't think the husband's a good guy. I don't know why. He's but I have a hunch. Guy. Yeah. I think it's because he's Asian. No, I think it's because uh, he cheats on his wife and won't let his wife play Mahjong, even though that's the one thing she's good at. Mike, you've always had a thing against Asians. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a long movie. <laughs> okay, 
So she decides, you know, like, I better make a little love to my husband here because, I don't know, I could just sense it. Right. So uh, it is. Look, I gotta wash the, the other woman off. We don't understand the culture, but she's like cutesy cutesy. Like, I guess that's a sexy sexy thing. Yeah, no, I get it. It's working. But not what? for him. He's not. Listen, I just want to shower and get the smell of the other woman off. I'll be and then go to bed. That's right. Wow. His gun isn't loaded right now. You're acting on the wrong tree. Or the confused young man, whatever. She's got a blue clip. Yeah, she got blue labia. <laughs> so now we're having girl talk about what to do to get her man back and interested and Faye's giving Auntie Faye is giving all sorts of advice. Do they yeah. God, that soup looks good. You know, I have two cans of camel soup in my cupboard. Uh-huh. I've got the mushroom and the tomato. I just don't want to eat it. You know what I mean? Just because you're not going out to the grocery. Yeah, well, I made a commitment during the shelter in place to uh, stay safe and to eat my cupboard out because I have like, you know, you go to you go to the store and you buy like a can of uh, mushrooms and you leave it in the in the cupboard. That's the first to go. You know, considering the size of apartments, the cupboard is considered a room. Well, I, I pay twelve hundred for that cupboard. Yeah, it's funny how a cupboard is a cup board. Yeah, you never say cup board. Right. What other words do you know that have a P and a B? Now we're getting to sexy, sexy talk. So check it out. Well, I just wanted to play cup tiles. She admitted she only had an orgasm the first time they ever made love. Right, and she was watching Jimmy Fallon at the time. I wonder if that means anything. Um, by the way, who's the one who your brother used to work for? The one is on ABC at 11 p.m. Yeah, my, what? my brother used to uh, work for Jimmy Kimmel. Oh, okay. Uh, for, he big worked shout for seven out, years. Big shout out to a comedian here in my little circle named Chris Gassler, who 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 had a bit. He had a bit on that show about uh, hoarding food. You know, in our crisis. And yeah. Yeah, so he hoarded a bunch of pickles, and they were all in the fridge, and they were in the trunk. It was a funny bit. And it was remote, right? It was shot remotely? Yeah, it was shot in Jersey, and as you know, Kimmel, well, he's at home, but he's out in L.A. So kudos to Chris Gassler for an appearance, and he's got a credit now. Big shout it's so nice. Now you don't have to audition or have an agent or anything like that. You just got to have a nice video. Well, I'm glad he did it. He's I'm, got a I'm, reel. Yeah, big shout out. So now she's decided she's going to dress up as a nurse to seduce him. Now, this guy was wow. in Kung Fu Mahjong 1. He was the bad guy. Great. But guess who he is? He's our director. Oh, man. Talk about make a movie really quick. He's like, uh, I'll just play the role. Is this Jabba the Hutt again? No, it's not Jabba. No, this is, uh, 
It's Wong Jing. He's got hair. You could tell because he's like, let's win together, shall we? And cut. And, and scene. So he's like, who is this woman who you allow to speak with us? Oh, yeah. Well, oh, so they're going to kill this guy too? No, what's happening here is they're trying to make a deal. And it would have to do with the Mahjong concert, uh, excuse me, contest and fixing it, you know. But, like, Demon wants too much. He's greedy. And so our director will reject his offer and leave. But then they kill him, right? Because no one walks away there on Scott. Okay, so they don't kill him because he is, like, big mob boss millionaire also. Oh, I gotcha. Johnny Plus, says, will direct the movie. Johnny says, right now, you want me to kill him? Yeah, let him finish him. He's like, finish him? Finish him! You have a lot to learn, kid. You just don't go rub out, you know, Don Corleone. Well, I just called his wife a uh, bitch. Yes, and told him to sit down, and Johnny just kissed his butt. Yeah, turns out good. So he says, look, I know you screwed my sister, but I'm not mad about it. You just got to divorce your wife and marry her. And stop fucking in the pool. Takes forever to clean up. That's right. He goes, okay, but I got to ask my mom first. And then surprise, we kidnapped your mom. Go ahead, ask her. <laughs> oh, those hench ladies. They look like they they work for the Joker or the Penguin. Right. That's the weird thing. And I think the one on the left is a dude. Uh, no, I think it's a lady. Maybe I'm wrong. I think the one in black is a lady for sure. But I think the one with, like, um, those... Uh, what what's the word? That's like Shirley Temple hair. Right. Yeah. The the tresses. Okay. So now, wow. Fanny is getting all ready to seduce her husband, and she's laughing at her own silliness. Oh yeah, because she's supposed to be playing a fantasy world. Yeah. Well, this is back when nurses were sexy. Like, oh, yeah, I bought all these masks for sex play. Yeah, and... There's a, a latex company. A latex company donated all their uh, uh, masks to the hospital. <laughs> like, they make, like, kink fetish uh, nurse gear, and they just gave it... They donated it all. For safety. And now she has to be a regular... Okay, so, she's putting... She's pouring it on thick, but she doesn't right. know what's about to come. Oh, he's going to divorce her. Yup. It's it's really going to hurt Fanny pretty bad. I mean, she's trying to sexy, sexy her husband, and she gets divorced. Awkward. Awkward. What are you doing? 
Wow, what a boner kill. Oh, oh no. Curvy. Curvy, your enthusiasm. And she's smoking. Oh, and... Yeah, a lot of anti-smoking stuff in there. I always like that. It's okay to kill people who blind them, but you can't have a cigarette. Hey, you know these pants I'm wearing? This, these are the pants that have a rip in my ass. <laughs> I don't wear them in public, but now I'm wearing it. I don't really give a shit anymore. Mike, we don't have video going. You don't have to let the audience know that you... <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now Kirby's going to say, okay, divorce. Wow. They got the parents' permission, too. If you agree to divorce, like ask, we give you a million of our crappy currencies. People ask me, like, during the shelter in place, during this quarantine, do you shave? I go, oh, yeah. You know, because I'll be staring at myself in the mirror, and like after 20 minutes, I go, eh, I might as well shave since I'm here. <laughs> I'm staring. Yeah. Now, <laughs> she goes weird. to the husband. Come on, tell me the truth. What's up? Man, those cheekbones could kill you. Uh, wow. Because a douchebag. I can't. So does he get his come up and stuff, John? Should I ruin it for you? At the end, he yeah. wins the game! He wins? Yes. Weird. I'm, guessing at the, I'm guessing at the end, love conquers all. And he speaks at her funeral. Wait, oh. who's whose funeral? What the hell is All right, I'm you not give away the ending, but who's... I'm not going to ruin it for you. Spoiler alert, everybody. Spoiler alert. Okay. She dies? Um, no, I'm she's in the thing for you. She gets stuck <laughs> under Kirby. You see that smack she got? It gets infected and yeah. into a huge boil on her chin. But I'm not going to ruin it for you. Well, that's a metaphor. <laughs> no, Boy, she's talking about awkward. the boil. Now, she bosses her, she like henpecks her new husband. He goes and gets in the car. The last words the husband says uh, How's my rating? Don't give me five. There you go. That's a dude. I don't know. Don't I think it's a lady. Trouble. Just sign the paper. Fanny, don't forget to give me five stars as a husband. One star. This is this this is between me and big tits, is what she said. Big tits. I got to learn the language. You guys have picked. So, like this one, has got a reference to a, a unique reference to a. Um, I have a family member with the same name, but it was Fanny Lou. And during her during her uh, her uh, funeral, nobody could stop laughing because they didn't used to call her Fanny, but that was her her legal name. So every time somebody would say Fanny or the priest would say Fanny, they would go hee. 
There's one. And then last yeah. time it was uh, the, the the guy from the Drudge movie looked like my grandpa. Which which uh, Grudge movie? The new one. Grudge. The, the drudgery oh. one last week. Oh, right. Salvation Hunters, our last week's episode. Right. Oh, look exactly. at those. The gold time. Two player Mahjong. That's so boring. Yeah, they're playing the other Johnny. Look at those fancy tiles. Oh. Yeah, they're fancy. Gold. Real gold. They're playing for Johnny? I would lose. That guy's not worth it. She doesn't know it, you know. Ooh, but tiles it on. It's about beating Curvy as much as it's about winning Johnny. Well, the trick to winning Curvy is to use his uh, absorbing powers. Curvy? Uh, we could call her Big Tits if you want. Okay. Big tits it is. But wait a minute. Hang on. Would you really say that? She says it all throughout yeah. the film. All right. That's her insult for her. And it's really funny because she does not have big ones. <laughs> right. <laughs> My husband left me because uh, left me for a woman with big tits. Uh, they're not really... Yes, that's the reason why she left, she left me. When a tall guy is five foot six, you can see, you know. Yeah, right. They have different what's standards. The, what's, the line with, what's the line with guys like Gus Carl who say we're big in China? <laughs> oh, boy. Wow, she's good. She knows everything. Like, yeah, these the, they're in pairs and stuff like that. I'm still trying to – it's a great – I mean, it's a really cool game. And I just – I don't know how to play Euchre, and I don't know how to play Mahjong. Yeah. I also don't know if I'm – Damn. Damn, for happiness, waited for the four or nine characters. Right. So she's really shocked that she was beaten because she had the right hand, and she made a strategic move, but Curvy was ready for her. Yeah, but we know Curvy's a cheater. All right, hang on. Check your feet. You said you would sign, sign. That's a lady holding the clipboard. That is not a lady. Now That's a fucking lady. Now the dude be? says, here's your check. The dude's got the check. She's a tram. One million Chilean pesos. Your money's worthless. Oh, boy. I would have taken the money because you could get, um, like, two dinners and go to the movies on that on a million. <laughs> on a million yeah. francs. <laughs> now, Johnny didn't want her to play Mahjong, but they happen to have a Mahjong table in the apartment? She is a Mahjong expert. Johnny didn't want her to go out and gamble their money away all day long. Oh, I see what you're saying. Now she's going to fight the chick and the dude. She's going to fight both chicks? Oh, boy. Now you can totally see those guys on head. Oh, no, not the nipple oh, Right. Now the thing is, they missed an opportunity here because Junior's sister didn't teach her how to do that. 
right? Right. It sort of what isn't her thing, and yet the director did that. I don't know why. Well, we, we it was introduced, and then it was uh, brought up again. Yeah, exactly. She follows she, she does to protect herself. So they're saying, you look so much like this famous person. And they go, yeah, right yeah. here. He's an evolution. Free buddy. So he's just buying them drinks and buying them drinks. He's trying to get laid again behind Auntie Faye's back. Well, at least the game with jackets that time. Not just the soccer shirt or the rugby shirt. Adidas. He's wearing an Adidas uh, tracksuit. I'm sure in Hong Kong that is very hip. Uh, They're all dressed very hip. I keep forgetting that I need to wear t-shirts to show part of my chest like that, like a little V-shirt, or when I button my shirt, I got to make sure it's not. I say Fanny's big tits. Look at that. Yeah. I lost my husband in a Warzone game. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see his joke? Now she's like, I'm gonna I kill myself. I thought it was gonna she was gonna reach for the lemons, not the knife. She's I'm gonna suck this lemon and lowest moment now. Uh, I mean, it's the beginning. It's it's that part in the movie, like, the dark night of the soul. She's going to be tormented now and have to fall really low, and then Mahjong is going to save her. And she also stabbed her brother in the butt, right? By mistake. Yeah. She goes, I'm going to ram a wall, and he gets in the way. But she was going down the stairs. Well, then he went down the stairs. You know, that's asking it affected. Oh, the old bar chainsaw. chainsaw. Yeah, just sitting around a bar. That's the thing I miss most about bars, taking the chainsaw from behind the counter. <laughs> right now it's the next little Louisville slugger. This must be Bugs Bunny's bar if they happen to have like a fucking chainsaw just pop out of nowhere. Faye oh. and your sister you show know, up to save the day. You need uh, to talk about to run it. Oh, and then teach her that she can learn Mahjong and then... Mahjong will sh- like show her the way back to... There's more falling for her to do. Yeah, although I think the brother got it worse. It's interesting. This movie, I mean, this is a good movie, but we're 50 minutes into it and nothing really happened. What do you mean? Yeah. He got involved with well, the gangster right. whose wife stole him from poor Fanny. Right. Well, I figured out like a. All right. Yeah, I guess we got still another hour. Okay, now we're having stupid standard goofiness. Yeah. 
He's pretending to. Yeah. Hilarious. What Andy Kaepernick like? Man, it is kind of shitty that your husband leaves you for for big tits. Yeah. Wait a minute. Don't get any ideas, Mike. It only works in the movies. Right. I have to wait till the pandemic then, too. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the pandemic will thin the herd and guys like us will be attractive. <laughs> Is that what you're betting on? That's terrible. There's only, there's only like 20 dudes left. You're terrible. Hey, ladies. Well, I mean, as of our recording, they gave statistics for San Francisco. It's been 10 dead and 700. And, uh, oh, it's just bad. It's bad, Carl. I mean, like, I try to make jokes, you know, just to kind of keep my sanity. But I'm just grateful, you know, that we're still alive. Yeah, well, I mean, New York is the worst, as you know. But we are running a second to them. Yeah, crazy. I consider this a time in which I stay home. I, I don't know. Uh I'm not all... That's the best you can do. Yeah, but so many people who I know are are freaked out and all stirred up watching the news and, like, they're scaring themselves. Like, they think the virus is around the corner. Uh, just stay at home and be cool. Right. You know? Well, I mean, there's, there's, people have to be out there working and people are, you know, on the front lines on this. And the best thing you could do is that if you can stay home, don't get it mixed up in this. Just stay home. The curve will flatten you know. because we're all staying home. And I don't know, by the summer, things will start getting back to normal. And Right. We'll see. <clears throat> My yeah, I got to go to a quiet place part two in the theater. <laughs> What's that? Yeah, but I mean, you got you to you gotta remember all those essential workers out there, you know, like, yeah. like the whole thing. Well, that's the thing. It's like these guys are heroes because they're out there every day. But, you know, you would say, well, a doctor, it's kind of – it's like people just working in the supermarket. I mean, it's crazy. Now, I just so, – If you're doing that – This uh, film for a second, what's happened is yeah, okay. they were like, Mahjong will save you. But she's on a losing streak. She's losing. Hey. Wrung out on the tiles. Right. Whoa! How could it get any worse? <laughs> she just fell into cement. Wet cement. Yeah. I hate when I do that. Because then people know because that's the image that's on that's stuck in the cement. Well, I'm wondering what else could happen to her. Oh, no. This is the end. He will speak at her funeral. You're right. She is herself. She's gonna fall and become a tile. Not <laughs> if the cement hardens, she's not able to fall. She'll become a gargoyle on top of the building. Now I've seen this film a bunch of times, and I'm not sure if the gag here is that she's getting stuck in cement. I don't think it is, but she walks all stiff. Right. Well, she did get hit by a car. 
Okay, now this is the end, and he says great words at her funeral. Wow, she's really going to die, huh? Sorry, guys. You spoiled this movie. Oh, wait, is she hardening up? Someone playing Mahjong. Why, it's Auntie Faye. And that's three tiles, the <laughs> master. Yeah, right. And they're saying, jump! Oh, yeah. Jump! So play a couple hands first. You got any money in your pocket? We'll play a couple hands. <laughs> <laughs> Better go ahead and jump. We'll take it off you when you land. So now we're going to have so a rocky session. Okay. All right. But they won't do a montage. Oh, thank God. You can get a perm if you believe. Yeah. I the star of this film. So that was the woman in the car, the one who recognized her. I got you. That's seven, she that's was driving eight, to the roof. Eighth junior sister. I'm late for a rooftop mahjong game. How did she get on the roof? Is that her apartment building, or is like she just walked into a building and went up to the top floor? That's a good question. I had assumed it was her apartment. Can you go into a building and just walk up on the rooftop? Well, I, I mean, if you're commissioner, go the man. to the rooftop. Now, I always love superheroes. Going to teach her the force. All right. I don't think that's how Star Wars goes. It's not. Java touch at a party. I remember in Return of the Jedi. Remember he had Leia in in this his yeah. uh, coiled up, and he said to he said to uh, Luke Skywalker, he said, "What a scene!" Yeah, that's right. That's exactly what he said. Ooh. One bamboo. Pong. Pong. Oh, they say pong all the time. It must mean something like I call you or something. No, I think it's like a pair or something, you know, like uh yeah, a call. Now there's no yeah, I'm, I'm trying... on the table. Right. Well maybe they do it by points, like cribbage. Right. Something like that. How many characters? Well, I know there's like there's four suits and there's special tiles with uh, uh, directions and, well, and yeah, seasons. East, west, south, and north, and then there's right. dots, and then there's these symbols. <laughs> Eight characters. No, it's funny because sometimes those those have numbers on it. And sometimes they'll have the numeric number on it, but most of the time they don't. So you really have to just be familiar with the tiles. You must be talking about external to this game because they never have. Yeah, but the those are numbered tiles. They just they just they don't have a numer on it. It's a, a numeral on it, you know. Oh, so she's gonna. She clean up. 
She did. Now they must have been different locations. And they're saying, come on, girl, it's all about your attitude. Click, click, clackety, clack. Clackety, clack, clack, clack. Now she's thinking to herself. That game was fun. We should try to find an online version. You, Paul, and I, we could play. Uh, I can't, I'm, I, that's like an old lady, an old Jewish lady game, Mahjong. Yeah, it is. It is. It's a total old Jewish lady game. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so you would rather play an Asian game? You're like, this that was great. Oh, Jews? Fuck that. <laughs> no. No, this game isn't. No, it's like, no. Why is it got to be about Jews? It's just about, like, old biddies, you know. Not, it's not about. It's just like uh, there, you know. My um, it would be like um, my in-law mom, you know, my mother-in-law playing bridge or something, you know, just like it's an old bitty game. All right, I'll do it. I'll do it. You shamed me into it. All right, good. That's what I like to do. Shame me into playing mahjong. Now we're learning how to cheat. And she, you're supposed to look oh, at you the inflection of the right. Oh. See what you can see. A cup of. That was in that other movie. Diamonds. Remember, they went to play poker, and John Landis's uh, mirrored sunglasses revealed his hand. Yeah, right, right. Diamonds with uh, um. Kirk Kirky. Kirk Douglas. Yeah, Kirk, Kirk Douglas. Uh, post stroke, and he did a great job. I guess. Yes. The movie wasn't. I told you that. Uh, but his. I don't know. Okay, now she's learning that tiles can be marked, and they're going to realize that's what Curvy did to her. Oh. Marked tiles. And she's going to have a flashback and realize it. I told you Kirby's a fucking cheater. Yeah, see the gold there? She oh, yeah, like with all the bumps on the bottom? Yes. Because uh, it's reflective and she can see it. No, but it, the tiles themselves are marked. Yeah. You know when I, how you mark a deck of cards? Have you seen marked cards before? It's pretty cool. It's the design on the back is slightly altered, so you can Very slightly, uh, indicate what yeah. card it is. Well, I mean, for a twelve-year-old musician, you know, it looks it looks like no one could tell, but you know, yeah, you're like, well, what's the deal? Yeah. Now we're just doing more Rocky Kung Fu training. Right, but the joke is that they're doing it for Mahjong, the old lady game. Well, it's not an old lady game in Asia. It's all about gambling. Oh, so is this scene flashbacks from the first movie? No. No, just... these are who are to come in the tournament she's going to be in. There's our director. I don't know about Oh, he's going to play. Cool. Yep. The spaghetti is from Italy, they're saying? Are they sure? Well, you're going to see character spaghetti? racial stereotypes, and spaghetti is from England, uh, Italy, yes. Huh. And we'll see our Hindu stereotype, 
You'll see. Right. Let's see. But yeah. No, no American cowboy. No British tea crumpet eater. Jewish, Jewish. Uh, oh my God! You got me saying Jewish. Junior. Yeah. Junior sister eight just said to the brother, "If you help us win, I will sleep."